welcome to the My Silk Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In today's episode, we take a look at the disparity between China's seaborne and portside iron ore supplies in the second quarter. But first, a rundown of this week's news. China's portside iron ore supplies ended their 13-week downturn this past week, rising by 0.4% to 126.3 million tons on June 30th. This comes as a result of both rising arrivals as well as a downturn in demand from mills amid low profit margins. Iron ore and coke prices fluctuated this past week. While the market rallied somewhat at the start of the week, the harsh reality of heavy production cuts at steel mills caused prices to fall after Wednesday. China's average blast furnace capacity utilization rate fell for a second consecutive week to 87.6% on Friday. Steel mills are now continuing to cut their output in response to operating losses, with a survey from last week finding that just some 16% of mills are currently profitable at present. However, a recent MySteel survey also found that many of the blast furnaces that had previously been put under maintenance could come back online as soon as July 15th, potentially allowing for China's hot metal output to expand this month. China's mills are now reporting that their on-site inventories of imported iron ore have fallen to a six-month low. This spurred some port-side buying last week, and it is possible that we could see a slight rise in iron ore demand as mills purchase that which they need to sustain their production at current levels moving forward. And now to our top story. China's seaborne iron ore inventories grew significantly in the second quarter amid a rise in global dispatches to the country. However, Portside inventories fell during this time, primarily due to COVID restrictions at several key, sport, key ports, especially around Shanghai. Iron ore imports to China from Rio Tinto, BHP, and Vale all rose in the second quarter compared to those of the first. Rio Tinto's Gudai Dari project had its first successful delivery in June, and this, coupled with the previous completion of maintenance on other sites, allowed the company to increase its shipping volume in the second quarter. BHP was also able to increase its second quarter shipments due to fewer labor shortages and the completion of maintenance on its rail lines. Though heavy rains affected Brazilian output in the first quarter, miners in the country were able to increase their output substantially in the second quarter. Output at Vale's southern and southeastern systems returned to normal levels during this time as a result, allowing for a substantial rise in shipments from Brazil as a whole. Seaborne inventories of mainstream low-grade finds rose by over 39% in the second quarter, primarily due to falling profits at steel mills that spurred demand for low-cost alternatives. Moreover, shipments of medium-grade iron ore were up substantially, especially for MAC finds, which rose by 25% due to the BHP's new new south flank project coming online. Seaborne lump inventories were also up by some 24% due to wide-scale sell-off by steel mills, the result of a downturn in demand. Despite the rise in second-quarter shipments, iron ore arrivals at Chinese ports remained low, falling by 2% during this time. As mentioned, this was primarily due to COVID lockdowns in many cities across the country that resulted in prolonged queues in major port regions such as Hebei, Shandong, and the Yangtze River Delta. These restrictions caused shipping times to double in some cases, with seaborne inventories rising and freight rates up significantly as a result. The world's major iron ore exporters are expected to increase their shipments in the third quarter, 
uh, in an effort to catch up with their annual guidance targets. While BHP and FMG largely met their second half annual guidance targets this past quarter, Vale and Rio Tinto fell short of their first half targets during this time. This leaves some room for a rise in shipments in the next quarter, though the amount is difficult to predict with factors such as current maintenance schedules and a lack of projections uh, from BHP and FMG uh, weighing on our uh, understanding at this time. Exporters outside the big four, such as Trafagora, CSN, and Roy Hill, saw robust earnings in the first half, and these miners are also expected to further increase their shipments moving forward as a result. This, coupled with the anticipation of more favorable weather in both Australia and Brazil, bodes well for seaborne cargoes in the next quarter. With shipments expected to rise and demand continuing to be weighed down by low steelmaking profits, the uh, MySteel expects that both portside and seaborne iron ore inventories will continue to rise in the next quarter of this year. That's all for this week's MySteel Commodity Podcast. I've been your host, Adam Roussel, Senior Editor for Iron Ore Analytics. Take care, everyone. Thank you.